the difference between marital criticism and complaint. Episode 46. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Welcome back to Awaken You, everyone, and welcome to our last week of 2021. Unbelievable. I am just like, I have been taking time to reflect, to enjoy all of the successes that I created in my life and in my business this past year and review some of the things that didn't go so well so that I can plan my next steps for 2022 in my marriage, in my business, in my personal life, in my spiritual life, all of the things. And I hope that you guys are taking some time for yourself to do the same thing. It is so important for us to do this work of looking back and then planning forward so that we can make sure we're on the track to that future that we want to create instead of just letting life happen to us. As we jump into this last week of the year, if you haven't already done so, I would love to encourage you to take some time to look at how you created more of what you wanted in your life this past year, and then to fast forward to this time next year. Imagine who you will be a year from now. Play around with that in your head. That is, This is one of the things that we do in Awaken You is we take where we're at and where we want to be and we visualize who we will be when we have created that and we visualize all of the steps in between. It's so important. It is one of my favorite tools to really make sure that I stay in line with who it is I want to be and along with my value system. So really asking yourself, who is it you want to be? Why do you want to be that person? How would this vision bring you closer to aligning with your true self, with your authentic self, the one that is just standing there, bare naked, wide open, exposing its truth? That's all. Start visualizing yourself having accomplished that which you want to accomplish, your mission. And with that consistent visualization, the steps towards that vision will begin to present themselves to you. Trust me, 
And here in Awaken You over the past couple of weeks, we have been exploring ways that we interact with our partners and how our go-to ways of interacting can indicate which direction our relationship is headed. And the reason I'm presenting this to you is because just like I was just talking about, you have the ability to do a U-turn in your relationship and change the direction of where it's headed. It's just like with Google Maps, right? When you make a turn, it adjusts and takes you on a different route to where you want to go. Last week, we had a great conversation where we looked at how to start a discussion that allows each of you to open up versus shutting down. And this week, I want to continue the conversation by looking at ways to discuss what is bothering us, right? So these things that boil or simmer under the surface and then end up erupting, we are going to take a look at what it is that is bothering us right away, right when we start to notice it so that we don't erupt. And today we're going to look at the difference between criticism and complaining. But before we do that, I want to recognize that the two of you may have stopped having difficult conversations because you realized that these difficult conversations just make things worse because you don't know how to interrupt the direction it's going. You don't know how to make a U-turn. Difficult conversations are important conversations where you are each sharing your inner thoughts and feelings. And when you both become open to what the other person is experiencing, that's when you grow closer to each other. You're not judging each other and discounting what the other person is experiencing. And if you're in this camp where you have stopped having these quote unquote difficult conversations, this is for you as well, because it's going to help you start opening up and expressing what is important to you and your relationship. Giving these techniques a go will most definitely feel awkward and may not be received the way you anticipate them to be received because you're taking these actions, hoping to turn your marriage around, right? But trust me, when you start changing, you will get some resistance. It's okay. If you keep practicing Trust me, your persistence to create what you want, it will pay off. Also, in last week's episode, I shared what to do when your initial attempts, quote unquote, backfire. So check that out too, because that is important to know that just trying it one time and then thinking that it's all gone wrong is not the solution. It's just like trying to ride the bike for the first time ever and falling off and saying, well, I guess that's not going to work, right? You have to keep doing it and figuring out. And so as you listen to these episodes, I want to have you consider what you will do with the information that you collect. You want to create a more connected marital relationship, right? You want to feel more loved. And 
all of what I share here will help you move towards that goal, but only if you take the information and do something with it. Gathering information about what makes a relationship work and what pushes it apart means that you hope and seek solutions. Implementing something counter to that habitual relationship interaction takes practice and willingness to be uncomfortable because you're doing something different. Be uncomfortable through the process until you start to become comfortable again. Create awareness for yourself through what I share and start taking actionable steps, little baby steps. And really, if you're struggling with the implementation, that is where I help you get some traction. That is where I guide you through the process. I can tell you things to do. And what we do together is we work through the difficult part of actually taking the action. What is in between where you are and where you want to be the person who takes these actions. So first, we're going to look at what criticism is, what a complaint is, and how they differ, and I will share plenty of examples so that you can better decipher which ones you may be using in your conflict discussions. Are you using criticism or are you complaining? And then I'm going to help you start preparing for those difficult conversations that you would like to have with your spouse. The first lethal type of negative relationship interaction is criticism. Back to relationship expert John Gottman of the Gottman Institute, he created what he calls the four horsemen of the apocalypse, which refers to four different types of negative interactions in your marriage that are lethal to the marital relationship. And this week, we're going to talk about that first one, which is criticism. And again, through this series, I'm going to follow up with all of the others as we go forward. When we look up criticism, what we find is that it is the practice of judging the merits and faults of the other person, the act of expressing disapproval, and of noting the problems or faults of the other person. It takes the attention off of what's going on for you and puts it all on the other person. It expresses negative feelings or opinions about your partner's character or personality. And throughout a relationship, constant criticism is going to wear the relationship thin and slowly eat away the positive emotions that brought the two of you together. A criticism would be what we call a harsh startup. That is what we talked about last week. Those discussion introductions that begin with things like you never or you always, when we start the discussion this way, it gives you a 99% chance of it not wrapping up in a way that gets you what you want. Hmm. Those are not good odds. So there is a lot of benefit to listening to these episodes and paying attention to how they're a part of your 
relationship dynamic, and then asking yourself what you want to do about it and how you want to go about it. And then the antidote for criticism is complaint. There is a significant difference between a criticism and a complaint. The complaint doesn't critique the other person. It focuses on their specific behavior or a specific circumstance, something they did, and they contain three parts. It starts with sharing how you feel. So starting with those I statements and then stating what situation or what behavior has you feeling this way and then what you need or want or prefer that your spouse would do, right? What you would like instead of what you've got. And while we're here, I want to talk about the difference between a complaint and nagging because none of us want to be a nagging partner and nor do we want to live with a nagging partner. And this is sometimes where we are afraid to confront what is bothering us because we think we might sound like we're nagging, okay? But nagging consists of bringing something up multiple times without reevaluating how you're bringing it up, right? That definition of insanity, you keep doing the same thing and get the same result. So you're not evaluating what's going on and coming up with new solutions. In contrast, a complaint states how you feel about a specific item and then shares what you need to resolve so that you can feel differently. Your partner can choose to do whatever they want with that complaint, right? But in a healthy relationship, the partner would share their side of the story instead of just completely ignoring you, which would be stonewalling, which is coming up further down um, in the future of the podcast. But even looking at, okay, why are they withdrawing? Why aren't they sharing their side of the story? When you get to that place, together there will be resolution instead of unresolved conflict. And being so aware of the fact that when you start taking these actions, realizing how uncomfortable these actions are and maybe how long it actually took you to take these actions because sometimes it takes some time before you actually take the action on the outside. You're doing so much work on the inside to overcome your, your fear and your discomfort. So now turn the table, that technique that I talk about very often. So now you've brought yourself to the table with some courage and brought up something. Think about who you were once you heard about these concepts and started thinking about the process of change. They haven't even been thinking about it, right? So they're still going to be defensive. They might avoid, withdraw, or lash back out, right? And turn the complaint back to you. The complaint is what we call a soft startup to a difficult conversation. So it has you initiating a conversation that has a better chance of getting resolution than the criticism will. 
And now the difference between the con- the criticism and the complaint is primarily that criticism focuses on the person and the complaint focuses on the behavior or the circumstance. So you're not going to the core of who your partner is. Have you ever heard your partner ask, what is wrong with you? Or maybe you've even said the words. I'll admit to at least thinking them, right? And this is criticism that can turn a well-intended complaint into something that's going to go the wrong way, a criticism, right? So even if you're only thinking it, your energy is going to convey it. In summary, let's look at some examples of each. And you can go to the show notes on my website and see the written version of these. And I want you to hear the difference in the tone and maybe close your eyes and see how they feel in your body, the difference in how they feel. Here is one um, example, and we're going to start with a complaint and then go to a criticism. I feel sad that we don't get much time to talk. Can we find an hour that works for both of us this weekend? That is a complaint. Criticism. All you do is work. You never make our relationship a priority. Now, you heard a a tone and inflection that was different in each, but imagine trying to say the criticism nicely. Even if you did, I'll try it right now, it's still going to come across differently because it's coming from a different emotion where you're like taking the dagger to their heart. Let me try to say that differently. All you do is work. You never make any time for our relationship to be a priority. See, it still sounds awful. So here's another example. Complaint first. I feel frustrated when you leave your shoes in the entryway, right in the middle of where everybody walks. Could you possibly set them in the closet? Criticism. You're a slob. I spend all day working to keep our house nice and you totally disrespect me. Are we getting the picture here? Another last example, complaint. I miss snuggling with you before bed. Could we go to bed together tonight? Versus, it's obvious you don't love me or care for me because you never come to bed with me. Complaints and differences within a marital relationship are totally, well, not 100% guaranteed, but almost always guaranteed. And some of them may remain throughout the relationship, right? Because you're two different people with two different value systems. And one of you might prefer a minimalistic lifestyle where the other enjoys some splurging. And we could go on and on. That's okay. When you can love each other for your differences, instead of making the differences mean there's something wrong with the other person, the relationship can flourish instead of wither away like a dead flower in the middle of winter. (laughs) How do you like that? We are not even in the middle of winter, but it's chilly here. The other skill these couples learn is how to use successful repair attempts to soften the tension 
that these differences create. And yes, we're going to talk about that in a future episode. So it's really about how do you turn the discussion around and really come to terms and still love each other at the end of it. Resolution isn't always going to be the outcome of your complaint. But what it does is it enables the two of you to interact about the conflict. It gets it out of you and out on the table so that you can move forward. Even if there's not resolution, you begin the process of finding resolution where criticism brings out a negative interaction that puts the cap on a possible resolution. When we bring it to the table, it also gives the other partner some time to digest it. And so they can think it over and come back to it if need be, right? Not everything needs to be brought back to the table. So at least if a complaint doesn't end in resolution, it steers clear of sucking the life out of your relationship, out of your marriage. I share all of this because if you hear yourself in some of these examples, or are seeing your own examples in your mind, you are not alone, my friend. It is widespread in relationships, and it was part of my relationships for a long time, including my current marriage. The problem comes when it persists and bleeds into contempt, defensiveness, and avoidance, which are the other three horsemen. So I want you to use this information to examine and create awareness of your weaknesses. Because again, awareness is that first step to change. That's what I have for you guys this week. Have a wonderful last week of the year. I hope that it is beautiful for you and that you see all the great things that you did this last year. I love you all. Ciao, my friends. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life. We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you.